You know, I wanted to have you talk a little bit about the execution. You guys had moments last week that were great. What needs to happen for the execution to a level to elevate um, against Utah? Because you know their defense is, is really good. Yeah. Um, I think we've had a good week of practice. Um, so I think it starts there and the way that we've been handling it through that, because I think that's the only way. Um, but I think execution kind of um, – I guess it was up and down, ebbed and flowed that game because we didn't have our full, um, I guess, arsenal. When, especially when Gunner went down early, kind of, I know it kind of changed the game plan, the way that Fessy and A-Rod wanted to call the game um, and stuff just with Keanu and Chris coming in. And it's not so much talent-wise, it was just they were younger um, playing in that type of moment type deal. So, um, but it seems like we'll, we'll have all the guys back and with Nikola's back as well. Um, I think it will run a little smoother and we'll be able to connect more uh, on more plays. I also wanted to ask about the tributes. I know you guys are going to be wearing a helmet sticker, looks like, uh, for 9-11. There'll also yeah. be the flag for Ty Jordan. What does that mean as far as beyond the, what actually happens on the field, but you know, kind of looking beyond that and, and, and having those tributes in a game like this? Yeah, I think tributes are uh, significant and makes you think of – uh, life other than football, you know, bigger things that are happening and going on in the world uh, with the running back that passed away and with 9-11. Um, it makes you just think of uh, people that were lost um, and kind of the significance of the game, significance of the day, and how not to just take it for granted. Each day is, is its own, and as you look at it as its own, um, you get to appreciate it more. And with the True Blue Heroes and stuff that we do here, um, you definitely get a sense of that as well, uh, that there's bigger struggles and bigger things going on in this world than winning or losing a game. So I think that's what it brings to the game, and it's dope that we'll be able to do both. All right, Sean and then Mitch. Neil, I wanted to ask you a little bit about your baller game last week, um, but I know you've totally moved on, and you also don't like talking about yourself, so I'm not going to make you do that. No, but I can I ask you about – about your QB one, uh, Jaron, and how he yeah. kind of balled out. Cause you guys had a really nice connection going on. Obviously you mentioned Gunner going down. He kind of turned to you a lot um, and he just made plays. What do you think about his kind of first, I guess, full start um, if we don't count 2019 and what happened at the end there? How do you think he did last week? Yeah, uh, I think Jaron did awesome to be honest with what he was given, uh, the tools he was given at his hand and stuff. He just uh, made the offense do what they got to do and now score enough points to score more points than another team. Uh, but I think you're able to just see all the, the off season work that he did um, with John, John Beck and stuff and what he did in the off season to prepare himself, not only to, to win QB one, but then to go out and ball the way that he did again against Arizona. Um, so he looked great out there and he's looked great all week so far. So hopefully we can just continue to build on that and we'll see what happens on Saturday. Neil, uh, from that performance against Arizona, do you feel like you established yourself as that number one wide receiver in this offense? See, I always think I'm number one uh, wide receiver. I know that each person has its role. Um, and again, I always talk about opportunity. And opportunity was given to me when, when Gunner went down. I kind of knew, although the coaches never told me, I just knew that it was kind of shift towards me. And plays were going to have to be made. And they blessed me with certain play calls for me. And um, 
And Jaron just trusted me that I'll come down with the ball. So whenever he threw it my way, I tried my best, especially after that slip, um, which I should have stayed up that, um, you know, just to come down with the ball. And that's where it kind of took and just had a, I guess, a great game just based off opportunity. You're one of the few guys in the program that's had multiple games where you, you've played in this rivalry, experienced it. You've seen the 2018 game where you guys had a big lead. 2017 is a little bit a, clo a close game, but uh, didn't come on the outcome you guys wanted. Uh, just maybe what are some of the, the characteristics that stand out from the, in these games compared to uh, other regular season games that, that you played in uh, throughout your BYU? Yeah, I think um... – you know, a lot of teams talk about or try to downplay the significance of the game, uh, but there definitely is more juice. Everyone knows, you know, social media is a big thing now uh, in 2021. So people read the articles, people read the headlines, people see uh, the smack talking that's going, um, that's coming from them and, and all that stuff. But, you know, uh, I think as you just treat each day its own, um, everything will kind of just handle itself and uh, the best team will just come out on top that day. So it doesn't matter, you know, what you do. You just got to put yourself in the best position to, to come out victorious. Jay and then Alex. Hey, Neil, uh, Utah's corners have a reputation for being outstanding man press defense uh, cover guys. Yeah. Um, do you agree with that uh, reputation? And what can you guys do to maybe, uh, to maybe offset that? Yeah, uh, the corners are good. Um, One's, one's shorter and one's, one's a little longer. Um, but I have full confidence um, in my guys that, you know, we'll be able to produce um, against those guys. And I feel that um, they'll, they'll get out of man just like the way Arizona did. Arizona had some good corners as well. I think the Pac-12 was a great conference and they have a bunch of talent over there. Uh, but you saw against Arizona halfway through the second quarter, the rest of the game, they went straight zone. And I think that's what they're going to have to do. Um, I'm hoping it's man. Um, and probably a lot of us are. So we can uh, show that, you know, it wasn't a fluke that first game, that there's talent here in this uh, wide receiver group. And uh, they'll be in there for a long day. But we guarantee that um, they'll probably run some zone. And if they go man, that hopefully we can just connect and trust our timing and trust our, trust our, you know, our practices that uh, we've connected uh, like we have all week that we'll be able to do it on Saturday. So. Um, we're excited for the challenge. We, we know the type of defense. This is a really good defense, but we're, we're excited for the challenge, and we know that this receiver group can, can do some scary things. Neil, what, um, obviously you've been talking about how um, important this game is coming up for you guys and what, what significance this has on prior history and whatnot. So is there any level of extra preparation or any extra mental work that uh, you're putting in before this game so that way you feel prepared for it? And what would this game mean for you guys if you were to come out with the win? Um, I don't think we put any significance on it. I think it's just important in the matter that it's the next one. Um, we know that it's Utah. We know the we know the streak that they have. I think the significance or of winning it and ending the streak, I think that's what it brings, not only to us, but to all the Cougar Nation and to Cougar Board, I guess. Um, but it's just another game. So we're just going to treat it like that, and we're going to go into the game knowing that it's just another game. And um, we just know that if we just take care of our side like we did for Arizona, that we'll put ourselves in the best position to come out victorious. Okay, Trevor, last question. 
Neil, what was it like playing in Allegiant Stadium in Vegas? What was the atmosphere like for you and your rest of your teammates? And what's it just like having tons of BYU fans everywhere you go? Yeah, it's dope. It's dope to know that the church is worldwide, uh, one. Uh, but two, it's just dope to know that everywhere we go, wherever we go, um, that there will always be uh, a good amount of uh, Cougar fans for sure. And that Cougar fans love Cougar football and they'll travel to wherever it is. Uh, I just seen our video that our, um, what is it? Our staff did on uh, the game and the cut, the cut up or whatever of Arizona and people traveled from, from Washington, from Oregon, but I seen a, a family from Florida flying into Vegas and stuff just, so it's cool just to see uh, the amount of Cougar fans that show up, but that, that stadium was rocking for sure. Uh, one, Allegiant Stadium is a dope stadium probably the dopest one I've ever played in. Uh, but it was just electrifying to, to be able to, you have to calm yourself uh, and warm ups, not to do too much. Uh, and I think when we get back to Lavelle Stadium this Saturday that we're not to do the same thing. Uh, make sure that, you know, it's just another game. Um, and that's if we treat it the right way uh, and treat the game with respect, um, that, you know, hopefully we'll be, out, we'll, we'll be on top by the end of it.